here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin Show, Ben Ferguson, filling in for the great one tonight. Always an honor to be sitting in this chair speaking with you for the next several hours as Mark will be back with you next week. Um, I have a warning tonight if you are African American. Whatever you do, do not become a Republican. Because if you do, the Democratic Party is going to try to check you into a mental hospital. They are going to say that you are uneducated. They are going to say that you clearly are not well, mentally. The same people that say that we don't need to shame people and we don't need to bully people. The same Democratic Party that says we don't need to shame people. And we need to let people be open about mental illness. And we need to bring it out and not make it something that people should be embarrassed about. Are the same exact people today that are shaming a African-American man because... He didn't do what they told him to do. I'm going to bring up an analogy here, and I know people are going to get mad at me for doing it. So before you freak out and start tweeting at me or sending me evil messages on Facebook, listen to what I actually have to say through the end of this comment before you lose your minds. And I'm mainly talking to the liberals that are listening because we know they're listening. Democrats are upset that a black man by the name of Kanye West is not supporting the people that they told him to support. Think about that. And when he supported the president, they first said he was an Uncle Tom. Then they said we would, we would, we would shame him, health shame him into saying that he's mentally unwell. Clearly this is a person that's mentally unwell. Then they said that the president's taking advantage of a mentally unwell man. Then you had people on TV who are African American who went on TV and said this about Kanye. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. You heard that right. I'm going to play it again. This is what African-Americans who are Democrats said on national TV about Kanye West because Kanye West disagrees with them politically. So now they just bully him by saying Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. You heard that right. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. All because Kanye West likes Donald Trump. Now, here's my analogy. And I know there's going to be people on the left that are going to freak out by me saying this. And before you, again, don't tweet at me until after I finish the statement. Because if you tweet at me before I finish the statement, I will not respond. Because clearly you're ignorant and you're not listening. Is this not the perfect example of a modern-day version of slavery? What they're doing to Kanye West? Is this not a perfect example 
of what slave owners did to slaves to keep them in their lane of slavery. Kanye West is a black guy. Kanye West, back in the day, said George Bush hates black people. Remember that? Mr. Producer, can you grab that audio? Do you mind doing that? Kanye West was a guy that after Hurricane Katrina came out on national TV at a fundraiser and said George Bush hates black people. No one said that he was not reading then. There wasn't a black Democrat in America when he said that that would have said this afterwards. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Think about that. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. I would argue that is an incredibly racist statement. I would argue that's a perfect example of modern-day slavery from Bakari Sellers. Now, when Kanye West said this after Hurricane Katrina, listen to it. The most tragic loss of all. George Bush doesn't care about black people. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Did you hear Bakari Sellers say this? Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Nope, you didn't hear it. You want to know why? Because that was okay to be said on the liberal plantation of owning African Americans like modern-day slaves. You look at what modern-day slavery is in this country. What is it? It is a party that controls the thoughts and the minds of African Americans. It is a party that demands that African Americans don't succeed but fail, so they're dependent on their government aid, and they keep them in those poverty, at high poverty, high crime, failing schools. And when you bring up that you want these kids to be out of failing schools, what do they say? They say no. Because we've got employees that are black working in those schools, and we're unions as teachers, and you can't destroy public education. I would agree with that. You can't. You've already done it. It's impossible for me as a white Republican to destroy public education. You guys have already taken care of that on the left. I would argue that the left doesn't mind that young African-American kids are in failing schools. Because that keeps them on their plantation. That keeps them in modern-day slavery. And so what happened was, is you have a, uh, I'm referring to Bakari Sellers and what he said here, a Negro who went from living on the plantation. Mr. Producer, I want you to play that audio again. This is Kanye West while living on the plantation talking about George Bush after Hurricane Katrina. George Bush doesn't care about black people. He said, and I quote, George Bush hates black people. And everybody clapped. Everybody said Kanye West is a great black man who's calling out an evil white president. And it was okay to say that on that on that day, because that was words that were okay to say on the Democratic plantation. Then Kanye West comes out and Kanye starts singing for himself and starts realizing, hey, this this world I live in of slavery is not very good. I'm seeing massive crime rates in my hometown of Chicago, which apparently he's moving back to. I'm seeing poverty. I'm seeing uh, kids that aren't getting a good education. I'm seeing all of these things. And he starts questioning the plantation owners, which is the Democratic Party. He starts questioning the rich black guys who are running the Democratic Party, who are telling them 
that, no, 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 you need to stay in poverty because we'll take care of you there. No, no, you don't need to think for yourself. No, 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 you can't even have an ID to vote. We're going to make sure you can vote without an ID because we don't even expect you to have an ID. How racist is that mentality? And then Kanye says, you know what? I, I, I'm going to be independent. I'm going to be an independent thinker. I'm going to come out and say that I like black unemployment rate at an all-time low. I like a president that wants to talk about creating jobs in the African-American community instead of offering up welfare checks and food stamps. And he does it, and then they reprimand this man who got off the Democratic plantation. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. How is that not the most racist statement? Is it not racist because a Democrat says it? Not racist because a black person said it? Is it not racist because it's supported by all Democrats? The same Democratic Party that says Donald Trump's tweets are, 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 are horrible. The same Democrats that say that Donald Trump bullies people and it's terrible. The same Democrats today, they're sending out tweets about this being National Coming Out Day for in the gay and lesbian, transgender, bisexual community, and that we should love everyone. If you get off their plantation, they'll say this to you. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. There it is. Don't tell me that the Democratic Party cares about black people. Don't tell me that this isn't racism. Don't tell me that this is not slavery, modern-day slavery. You shut up, you sit down in the back of our black bus, and our black party, and our Democratic party, and you say what we tell you to say. And what you're going to say is, George Bush hates black people, and you're brilliant. But if you ever get out of that lane, if you ever get off our plantation and try to make a name for yourself or have independent thoughts, we will go out on national TV, and we will bully you, and we will tell people that you're mentally unfit. You're mentally insane. You are mentally incompetent. You've been to a hospital before for mental health issues. Clearly, the white man's taking advantage of you. Oh, and by the way, you're an ignorant black person. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. There it is. That is your Democratic Party. That's exactly what they say if you leave their Democratic plantation. Now... I'll be happy to hear you tell me how I'm wrong now. I would love for you to tell me why it's appropriate because a black man disagrees with the Democratic Black Party and walks off their Democratic plantation and actually starts to say things that make sense about the reality of the economy. How this isn't shaming, bullying, racism. How this isn't, I mean, the same party that says, again, it's coming out day. Come out, love everybody, same love, love everybody. Let's support all the gay, lesbian, transgenders, and bisexuals. But uh, we also got a rip on a black man today who went and became a Republican. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. And then we'll say he's ignorant because he can't even read. one 381 3811 one 381 3811 You can tweet at me, Ben Ferguson Show, on Twitter, Facebook, Ben Ferguson Show. Filling in for Mark Levin, the great one. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. meets 
with the President of the United States of America in the Oval Office. He says things that clearly make sense, like we have to stop cheating our country by outsourcing jobs to China. And the left goes in full attack mode. They've been attacking him for days because this is what a black man leaving the Democratic plantation looks like. You say something about China that makes sense about outsourcing our jobs, and just remember the black Democrats will say this about you. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. There it is. That's what happens. Now, when Kanye West was ripping on George Bush after Hurricane Katrina, this guy was brilliant. It's a revolutionary mind of the black community. This guy was unbelievable. He was he was the love of the Democrats' life because he was a powerful black man with a lot of talent who was challenging a white president of the United States of America who clearly doesn't like black people. But now, oh, now you're just a black dude that didn't read. Kanye West met with Trump in the Oval Office. He also talked about his childhood and when he was growing up. Now, again, this is the, 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 there's, the new line is the president is taking advantage of a mentally ill black man and exploiting that black man as a token black man of his racist White House. That's the new line that we've seen come out in the last half hour. Kanye West is a black man that can't think for himself and... And clearly the only reason why he's singing for himself is because he has a mental issue. And so then the president of the United States of America is abusing this black man. And I guess the Democrats are saying we need to bring you back to the plantation to the mental hospital, right? That's what we got to do. That helps you beat this game called life. You know, they try to scare me to not wear this hat, my own friends. But this hat, it gives me... It gives me power in a way. You know, my... I, I love that he says that. He goes, he was talking about his MAGA hat, his Make America Great Again hat. He says, my own friends try to bully me. People come after me. They attack me. They threaten me. And in a way, it gives me power to wear the hat. Of course, now that definitely means that he is a Negro that da- that can't read or doesn't read, I guess. it's Because it, it's even more insulting if you say he's a Negro that doesn't read. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. There it is. Yes, yes. That's what it is. He talks about the hat. He explains the hat. He likes wearing the Make America Great Again hat. He understands that America should be something we should be proud of, that we should stand up for, that African-American job unemployment rates, all-time lows are a good thing. That what the last administration was doing was clearly not working. But Donald Trump now, what what a terrible person. He is exploiting this man. He is exploiting him. He is exploiting him, and he's using him, and he's a terrible person. It's a disgrace what they're doing. one 381 Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. Uh, let me go to Scott. Thanks for waiting. You are on the Mark Levin Show. Hello. Hey, Ben. How you doing, buddy? Doing well, sir. Uh, you know, it, it's a shame because all over the TV today, and I'm in Staten Island, New York, which is... You know, it's it's. I would say it's probably about ninety percent Trump world right here in Staten Island, uh, but the rest of New York is is terrible. But I'm watching TV, and uh, every place they're they're belittling this kid. Uh, they're saying he's on he's not on his medicine. Uh, that it's horrible. He's going uh, against the African Americans. Um, he can't get a break. Uh, it's just it's despicable what they're doing to the guy now because he's a Trump fan, and it's it's horrible what these people do. 
It, this is this is the public shaming and the assault, which is exactly what he's explained that what he explained so well. I mean, you, you look at the last week, you've had two celebrities that have gotten into politics, right? Yeah. You had you had Taylor Swift, who comes out for a Democrat and says she's terrified of Congresswoman running for Senate uh, in Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn. And it terrifies her what would she what she would do if she got elected to the U.S. Senate. And Democrats came out and said, this is a brave, independent woman. They threw down the woman card, right? This is a, this is a brave, independent woman. She's brave. She's a role model. Every woman should, should, should look at her and teach your children and your little daughters and your, and your grandkids to be like Taylor Swift because this is what a strong, brave role model of a woman looks like. Then Kanye West comes out for Donald Trump, and now he's a token Negro that doesn't read. He's mentally ill. He's an Uncle Tom. Terrible. And, and, and the things uh, that these guys, they say about him, it's, it's really, really bad. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's like they want to put him, uh, they want to institutionalize the guy now. Right. No, they, they want to kidnap him, and they want to bring him back to the, to the plantation of the Democratic Party and then lock him up in solitary confinement in their mental ward so they can control the black man because right now they can't control him. And when they can't control a black man who's who's speaking truth to the world, they'll tell you, they'll undermine you and say, you're mentally insane. You're mentally insane. Scott, God bless you. Good to talk to you, my friend. Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin. A lot more coming up. We'll be right back. Do you wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day? Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? How much we should be eating and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com and get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. Now you know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouse, L-E-V-I-N.com, offer code LEVIN. If you turn off your radio and open the window, you can probably hear him straight from the studio. Call Mark Levin at 877-381-3811. All right, welcome back. It is the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one tonight. Always an honor to be here behind the microphone as he will be back with you next week. Kanye West goes and meets with the president at the White House. And he goes and meets with the president to talk about a a lot of different things. Race relations, sentencing reform, crime in African-American communities, specifically Chicago, He challenges the status quo of the Democratic Party, and immediately he's mentally unwell. And the president's taking advantage of a black man that clearly needs to be in the psych ward. He needs to be back on the Democratic plantation as their slave. They'll stick him in solitary confinement. They'll shut him up. 
They will shut him up. And if that's not enough, we'll tell you he's a dumb black man. Because you can say that when you're black. You can say, this is what happens. Well, I'll let Bakari Sellers say it for himself. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Um, and, and we have this now, and now Donald Trump is going to use it and pervert it, and he's going to have somebody who can stand with him and take pictures. Who can stand with him and take pictures, because you're a token black Uncle Tom off the plantation. It gets better. <laughs> Just looking at Scott's <laughs> Listen, black folks are about to you know, trade Kanye West in the racial draft, okay? They've had it with him, and he's an attention whore like the president. He's all of a sudden now the, the, the model spokesperson. He's, he's the token Negro of the, of the Trump administration. This is ridiculous, and no one should be taking Kanye West seriously. He clearly has issues. He's already been hospitalized. He's already been hospitalized. So he's already been hospitalized. He clearly has issues because he doesn't say what we told him to say. Because he's not doing what we told him to do. Because he's not saying what we said that is allowed to be said if you're on our, on our plantation as our slave. 1-877-381-3811. Someone tweeted at me a minute ago and said to me, uh, have a drinking game. Every time Ben Ferguson plays Kanye West, the, the comments about Kanye West, take a shot. You'll be hammered by the end of the show. I'll play that. I'll, I'm going to play that for years. Everybody needs to know what the Democratic Party truly thinks about black people that don't take their marching orders from them. Everybody needs to know it. Jordan. You're on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Ben? Doing well, sir. Nice to talk to you tonight. Nice to talk to you, too. So my question is, has the Democratic Party ever checked themselves into a mental hospital? Has any one of them to get to get a mental checkup? Because you look, you look at Maxine Waters, you look at Al Sharpton, you look at several others, even some of these school teachers that are against Kavanaugh and whatnot, and all they're tweeting is, hey, let's off the president, let's off the vice president, let's off this person. Has any one of them thought that maybe they're the ones with the mental handicap? Just look at the last couple weeks of the Democratic Party and what they've been saying. I mean, Kanye is what happens when Negroes don't read. Kanye is a token Negro of the Trump administration. Black folks are about to trade Kanye West in the racial draft. Kanye's an attention whore like the president. Then you have, and it gets better than that, Maxine Waters says she threatens Trump supporters all the time. Eric Holder says it's okay to kick Republicans. Hillary says not to show civility to Republicans. I mean, at, at what point is this incitement to violence? And then they say you can't say that there's mob rule here you, because it's unfair to Democrats to say that they're acting like mobs while they're screaming and surrounding people like Ted Cruz at dinner with his wife, when they're banging on the doors of the Supreme Court after they don't get their way, while they say they want to impeach the President of the United States of America if you vote for them, and they're ready to impeach. Brett Kavanaugh from the Supreme Court if you give them control of either the House or the Senate. That's what they're saying. And don't forget, now Taylor Swift, the beautiful white woman, is a role model and a brave woman because she came out and supported Democrats, but Kanye West comes out for Trump, and he's a token Negro who's mentally ill, Uncle Tom, who clearly is being used by the President of the United States of America. 
not only that, you look at Antifa in Oregon and everything they've done to all the the peaceful Republican rallies there, too. They were directing traffic this last week, screaming at white people. They didn't take their orders. You saw that on TV. Uh, it's, it's nuts. And, and, and my question to the American people is, at what point are we going to say enough is enough? Let's stop this. Let's be done. And let's wipe this freaking slate clean. Well, I, I, I'm waiting for the, the, the Democrats to say that socialist Alexander Cortez, um, who claimed the Electoral College is an institution that has its roots in slavery. And, and by the way, the Democratic Party has its, its roots in slavery. So I'm just curious, are we going to eliminate the Democratic Party as well? Because the Democratic Party has its roots in slavery. But this is a woman that, that literally claims the Electoral College is an institution that we should abolish because it has its roots in slavery, just like the party that she's a part of. And this is also a woman who came out and said that she is going to be inaugurated. (laughs) I'm waiting for a Democrat to say, this is what happens when you don't read the Constitution, when you don't understand how the country works, and when you don't understand how the world works. This is what you look like. No kidding. Thank you, sir. Nice to talk to you. I appreciate the phone call. 1-877-381-3811. Let me go to Tony. You're on the Ben Ferguson Show. Uh, Calling in from KRLA. Nice to have you with us. Hi, All right, I should uh, say, I said the Ben Ferguson show, Tony. I meant the Mark Levin show. It's a it's a habit of mine. I host my own show. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Uh, yes, I want to say it was excellent that Kanye West and Trump got together because you got to see two street smart, aware people appreciating each other, and then the way Kanye expressed hugging. Uh, President Trump, because they were on the same page. And I want to say I agree with Kanye West when he says to change it to make America great and forget the again. And the reason why is, is because he spoke about we have to be in the now. And that goes directly with what our founding fathers, Jefferson and Madison, had in mind. What they had in mind was when they uh, wrote the um, Declaration was they wanted everyone to take their small consciousness and align it with the one consciousness, which would be God. And we didn't care what religion, as long as the people, that's the way they got into that place, by going. And by doing so, and not having one religion, which would have been the... um, uh, whatever the, the English religion at the time name escapes me. Anyway, and then we would have a diversity of thought, and we just wouldn't move as a big mass group like the Democrats tend to do is move as mass and not individual thinkers. So what I wanted to say was that Kanye West he had it going on with the president. Well, it was real. It was raw. It was unscripted. And yes, and and, and, and I, you know where were the Democrats by the way last week saying. That NBC uh, and and Saturday Night Live did a terrible thing by putting a mentally uh, unfit man on their TV show, exploiting his popularity. Well, yes, they, there mean, were there were nowhere to be found, were they last week? Nowhere to be found. I mean, last week was the week that they should have been out there saying, "How dare you take advantage of Kanye, NBC, Saturday Night Live? How dare you put him on stage in this mental state?" Because that's what they're saying today. I didn't see anybody at NBC News saying this is what happens when it, when it, when a Negro doesn't read. We stick him on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, I tell you, that's what happens. 
You know, you, you this is this is what you need to understand. This is uh, you know, you're an uneducated, ignorant fool. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. There it is. You just don't read. You don't agree with us. We will try to destroy your life and say you need to be in a mental hospital. Ed, you're on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson with you tonight. Go ahead. Hey, Ben. Uh, this is Ed from Minnesota, just south of the cities. Listen, as an African-American, I'm really, really just disgusted by what the Democrats did. But I shouldn't be surprised because this is their playbook. See, I, like Kanye, used to be you know, a Democratic uh, Party believer until I fell off the Democratic plantation just probably three years ago. See, if we don't think in the black community like they want us to think, we're an Uncle Tom, we're a sellout, we're uh, whatever they want to call us. We don't think. We can't read. Well, I can read, and I understand. I understand exactly what's going on. What's going on here is when we don't do what they say, they will do whatever they can to belittle us, to destroy us, to try to, to, to make whatever it is that we have to say and, and make it small. I support the president. I like what he's doing. I like the fact that uh, African-American unemployment is as low as it's ever been, pretty much. I like the fact that we have jobs in our community. The nation is thriving. And I don't like what the Democrats are selling. I look at the Democrats, and I'm like, what are they selling? And, and I, did a, I did a talk about this the other day um, with some college kids, and I said, all right, what is it the Democratic Party can run on this time? Right. They, 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 they can't run on the economy being bad, right, because they're usually the party of doom and gloom. They can't run on health care. They can't run on unemployment. They can't run on, on race. Uh, and African-Americans being left behind or Hispanics being left behind. So they have to make it personal. And the way you make it personal is anyone that you don't like, you turn them into a racist or a gang rapist, Brett Kavanaugh. You you turn them into a mental, uh, me- a mentally insane person, Kanye West. You You turn Donald Trump into some sort of unhinged individual that's out of control and can't be trusted with nuclear codes or the economy, but you can't say economy anymore because the economy's killing it. And so what you do is the only thing you can run on this time, it, it, because you can't fear monger, right? It's hard to fear monger a country into saying you must vote for us because we're going to make the economy better. That doesn't work. The economy's killing it right now and everybody knows it. You can't. You, so, so the only thing you do is you have to undermine the legitimacy of the person. You have to undermine the legitimacy of Marsha Blackburn in, ten- in Tennessee by the way that Taylor Swift did. You know, she terrifies me. I cannot imagine the thought. Uh, it scares me and makes me want to get in the fetal position because she couldn't attack her on the issue. So you have to attack her on the I'm I'm afraid of you. You you, you attack the president the same way. You say that, well, the, the president's really not in charge of this country. It's the Russians and they colluded together. And we're going to sell that until we can't sell any more anymore. And this man needs to be impeached. And then you do the same thing with Kanye. And then you don't like the fact that Brett Kavanaugh's on the Supreme Court. So you scream and you yell and you throw things at senators homes and you surround them at dinner and you and you look like. Like an angry mob, and then you say it's a, it, it, it is unfair to call us a mob. That we are not an angry mob. That you are an angry mob, and you are a scary person. And I should be afraid of you, and everybody else should be afraid of you. That, that's what they're running on. They're running on personal attacks and emotion because there's not a single issue 
Ed, that the Democratic Party can run on right now that they can win on. You, I mean, the main core issues. You can't tell us we're in an unjust war and innocent people are dying and we can need to come home because we're not in a big war, right? Right, right. They've had that for they had that for years that they ran on. You know, you want to get that. You want to stop spending all this tax money in Iraq and Afghanistan. You want to give kids a good education and you want to stop spending money on defense and stop sending these poor boys over to be killed and these women to be killed in senseless wars. You don't have that this time. Right. You're so absolutely right. The, the playbook is make it personal. Undermine the individual. Turn the individual into a scary, scary person. Brett Kavanaugh is a rapist. So here's my question to you. Here's my question to you, and sorry for interrupting. No, go ahead. What do we do as conservatives, and especially as African Americans, in your opinion, to try to stem the tide? Because I, I, it's good I, to say... Well, look, you know, Democrats, that, Democrats, I do believe, would have taken control of the Senate if it wasn't for them overplaying their hand with Brett Kavanaugh. And I think Democrats are angry, they're inspired, they're furious, and they realize that another four years of a Donald Trump being president could destroy the Democratic Party as we know it, because if you have an economy that's doing this well, and it keeps doing well, and you have trade agreements that are being changed, and you have American jobs coming back, and you have low unemployment numbers, it's extremely hard to beat that person. They are terrified. But what I will say is this, Ed, we have to go out there and vote and not sit at home and be passive. And I think the Brett Kavanaugh is what's going to wake up a lot of Republicans to say that character assassination, that character assassination of a good man trying to turn him into the worst thing you can call a man. There's only there's only one thing you could do that would have been worse. Say he's a child rapist. That's it. Right. It's child rapist and rapist. And they went all in against Brett Kavanaugh, and and he was collateral damage. It wasn't about it, it wasn't about honesty. It wasn't about fairness. It wasn't about a true investigation. It wasn't about it was about trying to destroy a man, keep him off the Supreme Court to inspire Democratic voters. And I think they overplayed it. I think we'll hold the Senate in the House. I really do. If we go out and vote, Ed, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you, sir. It's nice to talk to you. By the way, I just got back from a small little town in Minnesota, Duluth, Minnesota. Visiting some friends, beautiful place. I really enjoyed your state. One eight seven seven three eight one thirty eight eleven. Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. It is the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one who will be back with you next week. Eric Holder says, tweeted out a moment ago, stop the fake outrage. I'll tell you the rest of the tweet, but before I give it to you, here is what Eric Holder said about being violent at a rally. says that, you know, when they go low, we go high. No. No. When they go low, we kick what this new democratic party is about i believe him kick him fight fight you can hear him in the background holder tweeted out okay stop the fake outrage i'm obviously not advocating for violence really in fact he puts in parentheses when i was ag violent crime in the u.s was historically low (laughs) i'm saying republicans are undermining our democracy and democrats need to be tough proud and stand up for their values we believe in the end okay sure i believe you when they go low, we go high. That's what Michelle said. Screw it is what he's saying. No, now what I want you to do is I want you to kick them. Dude, you, you can't rewrite it. 
Democrats have become a mob. They're angry. They will threaten to kill you. They will threaten to shoot you. They will surround you at dinner. They will scream at you. They will throw things on you. They will scream, what do we want? Dead cops when we want them now. Remember that part of the Democratic Party? Black Lives Matter. What do we want? Dead cops when we want them now. They're anti-cop. Anti-law. Oh, but then Eric Holder says, oh, no, 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 I didn't mean that. Yeah, you did. And the only reason why you're upset about it now is that we got it on tape. You were hoping nobody would hear that. Hour two. Mark Levin show coming up. Ben Ferguson filling in. We'll be right back. With the daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, that's BrickHouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. So Kanye West today goes to the Oval Office and refers to himself as the MFR. And the left is losing their mind over that tonight. And I'm about to blow up their fake outrage. Welcome, Ben Ferguson, filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, tonight. It's always an honor to fill in for Mark. He'll be back with you next week. So Valerie Jarrett just tweeted out, quote, imagine if Barack Obama invited someone in the Oval Office who said MF. <laughs> um, he did. Valerie, when you worked at the White House, he did. It was called the Vice President of the United States of America. Vice President Joe Biden said to the President Barack Obama when they were grandstanding over signing of Obamacare to a national TV audience on the biggest stage you can have at the White House, this is a big effing deal. And shook the president's hand and and slapped him on the back. So spare me the fake outrage at Kanye West saying MF in the White House. And and just for the little side note here, Valerie, do you have any idea how many how many African Americans endorse Barack Obama that use the N word on a regular basis? Who use MF in their movies, MF? 
in their lyrics to their music, who talk about popping caps and in the pigs. You guys are the party that supports and endorses Colin Kaepernick, who wears socks depicting police officers as pigs. You're the party that ha- that, that endorses Black Lives Matter when they're walking around chanting F the police. And now all of a sudden you're out there going, imagine if Barack Obama invited someone to the Oval Office who said MF. The Vice President of the United States of America looked at the President of the United States of America and said to the President of the United States of America, this is a big effing deal when they signed Obamacare. I didn't see any of you saying anything then. It's a big effing deal. I, I mean, it's just incredible. The hypocrisy and the double standard. I'm waiting for people to lose their minds over my last... Oh, I got one now. Somebody just said, F you, Ben, on Twitter. Well, there you go. At least the Democrats are back to normal now. Go blank yourself, Ben Ferguson. There's another one. Yeah, this is a classy, shut the blank up, another one. He says, oh, shut up, honky. I'm a honky now. And remember, and remember, oh, we got, we got Biden. Oh, good. Here's, here's, this is, this is, I'm going to dedicate this to Valerie Jared and all the liberal nut jobs out there who are saying they can't believe that Kanye West said MF in the White House today. Quote, imagine if Barack Obama invited someone into the Oval Office who said MF. Here is the Vice President Joe Biden dropping the F-bomb at the White House. There it is. It's a big effing deal. Big old effing deal. Unreal. This is the new Democratic Party. This is the media. And people say there's no bias in the media. The fact that Valerie Jarrett is not just getting lit up over this immediately. She put this out there 20 minutes ago. Imagine if Barack Obama invited someone in the Oval Office who said MF. And what did Kanye say today? Can we, can we play that? This is what Kanye said in the White House. We played it in the first hour. I'm not afraid of it. I don't think that Kanye West, a rapper who drops the MF word a lot, was going to somehow change his tune with the president. Here's what he had to say today. Let's stop worrying about the future. All we really have is today. We just have today, over and over and over again, the eternal return, the hero's journey. And Trump is on his hero's journey right now. And he might not have expected to have a crazy mother like Kanye West run up and uh, support. Don't, for, don't forget, Kanye West also is an uneducated black man now because he's supporting Trump. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Um, and, and we have this now, and now Donald Trump is going to use it and pervert it, and he's going to have somebody who can stand with him and take pictures. <laughs> just looking at Scott. <laughs> Listen, black folks are about to you know, trade Kanye West in the racial draft, okay? They've had it with him, and he's an attention whore like the president. He's all of a sudden now the, the, the model spokesperson. He's, he's the token Negro of the, of the Trump administration. This is ridiculous, and no one should be taking Kanye West seriously. He's clearly has issues. He's already been hospitalized. He's already been hospitalized. I mean, hospitalized. He's already been hospitalized. So we're going to slander a dude because he doesn't agree with us. 
877-381-3811. Let's get to your phone calls on this one. Madeline, you are on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in tonight. Hello. Ben, thank you so much. And you're doing an excellent job filling in for Mark. Thank you. I appreciate Um, that. Thank you. Um, I have two comments. One, I wanted to let you know, first of all, that I suffer from depression and I had a suicide attempt a number of years ago. I am doing somewhat better, but um, a couple of years ago, I realized that I was probably living a little bit ahead of my time and that society was going in this direction as a whole. Um, Even though I had depression, I didn't have any kind of psychosis or thought disturbances. But when I started living in mental health housing and I spoke out about some of the abuses that were going on, and some of the, you know, the breaking of the rules and what have you, all of a sudden I seemed to have, like, thought disturbances, although no one could ever explain to me what it was. Prior to that, no one ever thought I had anything but, you know, mental illness from depression. And uh, then they made up stories that I was violent, and I got kicked out of two places, even though up to the age of 44 years old, I never had any kind of history of anything. Uh, They made me homeless twice, and I lived in my car. But it's also Suicide Prevention Month. And I think by making it sound as though Kanye West has some kind of mental illness, whether he does or doesn't, is not even the issue. Because as you said, they had nothing to say badly about him before when he spoke out about Bush. It makes it very difficult, I think, for young men in particular. Wasn't wasn't yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, Mental Health Awareness Day? It's a whole month. You know how it is. Unfortunately, a lot of there's a month for everything nowadays. Let's be honest. You know, but it's supposed to be because technically, well, just and just so, so people know, we have. World, let me let me make it clear. What it, it, yesterday was World Mental Health Day, 2018. World Health, uh, World Mental Health Day. Uh, it's it's on October the 10th. That's the reason why I say this is where's the compassion? And and I I say this first of all. Thank you for you sharing your story. And I'm I'm so thankful that you were unsuccessful in your attempt to take your life. Uh, I, my best friend in college um, took his own life, and it is something that sticks with uh, me and, and all of our close friend group ever since, and I have great compassion for those that suffer with mental health, and it's something that we shouldn't make fun of. But to, to score political points with Kanye West, as the left is doing, saying, you know, well, clearly, and again, they say that the president is taking advantage of a man who clearly has mental health issues as a token uh, black man, uh, and and they're and he's taking advantage of abusing him by putting him out there today. No one said any of that when Kanye West came out and said George Bush doesn't like black people because it was the narrative they wanted to be out there. It was the narrative that they wanted. They, they they were okay with that narrative. Dan, you are on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson with you tonight. Go ahead. Ben, you actually stole my thunder about the uh, uh, President Bush hates black people. Man, I was like, I was all fired up to hit that. Um, hey, check this out. So now Herschel Walker is going to be the next token Negro because he said that Don Lemon should be fired. Um, and I think it's horrible what these lefties are doing, but that's a whole other thing. Let's talk about Eric Holder. Eric Holder, not only him, I well, first, he's the only attorney general to be um, held in contempt of Congress, but that's a whole other issue. When the Obama's got to reel you in, you know you've really gone too far. And, and Michelle probably grabbed Eric by the ear and, and said, you can't go this far quite yet. We're not there yet. Um, 
But him, Hillary Clinton, Maxine Waters, and, and that whole Democrat power base, that's all they do is they're inciting violence. And then they say it in the in the means of Oh and then and then they act like they get they get all, you know, their panties in a wad when they when you say they're acting like a mob mentality. When you have people screaming and beating on the doors of the Supreme Court because they didn't get their way, that's that's a mob mentality. When you surround a senator like Ted Cruz at dinner, uh that's a mob mentality. When you go in and you and you do these eat-ins and sit-ins and scream in the hallways and you get famous people to show up and then they're asking, do you want to get arrested? And you say, yes, that's a mob mentality. Deal with it. I mean, if you want to talk about being honest, be honest with it. Yes, we are acting like a bunch of children. We're acting like a mob. Yes, we are out here to, to seek out and destroy people. When, when Think about the sadistic mob mentality you have to have to... Uh, to, 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 first of all, you have a woman that doesn't, and Mrs. Ford, that didn't want her name to come out, and you do it anyway. So you say, we don't care about you, we're gonna use you as a canary. We're gonna force you to defend your story about sexual assault, so hopefully we can find others that will say the same thing about Brett Kavanaugh. And then what we're going to do is we're going to find people that say, well, he had sex with me on the boat in the 80s. Well, wait, we got to recant the story. Never mind. Never happened. Well, he, he, he actually in high school was, was every weekend making parties for gang rapes and gang banging and, and running trains on women. No one will substantiate it, but we got a porn star lawyer in Avenatti that will, that will act like it's legitimate and we'll throw it on the news to try to find other women out there. This, this is what I mean, this is the left. This is what they're doing right now. This is the normal for them. And the reason why they're doing this is I'll, I'll go back to what I said earlier, Dan. There is not a single issue that Democrats can actually run on right now, except for personal hate and, and, and to turn people into villains so that you hate them. That's their only play. You can't scare people on the economy. You can't scare people on the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. You can't scare people on, on health care because you, you are the ones that have created the health care disaster. You can't scare people on Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. So the only thing left for you to do right now is to say, this guy's a racist and you don't want a racist to be in the White House. Kanye West is mentally ill, so you shouldn't listen to him if you're a black person. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. They, they really have no platform. Well, don't forget, they also have take away the tax cuts. We got to take away your crumbs away. Um, we also got to have open borders and um, abolish ICE, high crime. I mean, that's what they have to stand on. You know, speaking about the mob mentality, I challenge any of these people to walk down um, downtown Portland or uh, I've got friends down in Austin, Texas. You go to parks down there and it's nothing but uh antifa and they will beat the living heck out of you well you look at the antifa protesters this week that were directing traffic and yelling at white people is that not a mob mentality does the democratic party not endorse antifa they do does the democratic party not endorse black Lives matters saying f the police and what do we want dead cops and when do we want them now that's a mob mentality everybody knows it it's a mob mentality Dan, I appreciate the phone call, sir. Thank you. one 381 3811 one 381 3811 Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. You want to make a liberal become unhinged tonight? Tell them they support a mob mentality of 
violence and anger, they'll tell you you're insane. They don't like it when you use the word mob to describe them. Well, I don't like it when you endorse groups that advocate for saying F the police or yell, chant pigs in a blanket, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. As Black Lives Matter did while police were escorting them over a bridge, Minneapolis-St. Paul. I don't like it when they chant, what do we want, dead cops, when we want them now. But, you know, people say it's unfair to say the Democrats are acting like mobsters, mob mentality. All right. You tell me if Maxine Waters, if this sounds like mob mentality. Parents, how dare you pull children out of the arms of their mothers? How dare you lie and say you couldn't do anything about it? You're the one who caused it, and you're the one that we're going to make to turn it back because what you're doing now is lying, lying, lying. No mob there, is there? The American people have put up with this president long enough. What more do we need to see? What more lies do we need to hear? It is time for us to say, even though there are those who don't want us to say it, Mr. President, you need to be impeached. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a mob at all, does it? You don't like the president, so you just scream impeachment. That is need to be impeached. But putting this on top of all that he has done is alignment with Russia and Putin. His love of the of the dictators of the world. How he has not said one word about the fact that they've tapped into our DNC, underlined our democratic process. He's not said one thing about it, but he can wrap his arms around another dictator, Kim Jong-un, and tell us we ought to swallow it. We'll throw it to Mr. President. No mob there. You're not going to swallow it. You have disrespected all of us. You have violated all of us. And now you have sacrificed our children for your aims and your goals just because you want to build a wall. Mr. President, there will be no wall built on the back of these children. No, no mob there. You lied. You lied and you said you were going to make Mexico pay for it. They're not going to pay for it. We're not going to pay for it. You're going to find these children. You're going to reconnect them with their families. And we're going to get you out of office. Yeah, that's no mob there. No mob mentality. gentlemen, I thank you so much for coming out here because history is not going to be kind to this administration. But we want history to record that we stood up, that we pushed back, that we fought, that we did not consider ourselves victims of this president. History will record that while he tried to step on all of us, we kicked him in his rear, and we stepped on him. And we stepped on him. Yeah, there's no mob mentality there, is there? Uh-uh. Impeach 45. That's what she started chanting in a moment. Impeach. Impeach 45. We stepped on him. She's talking about the President of the United States of America. No mob mentality from the left. No mob mentality with the Me Too movement and Brett Kavanaugh. No mob mentality when they say that you can't you don't need evidence before you say someone's a, a rapist. Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin. We'll be right back.
If you have a moment, I want you all to go to BrickHouseLevin.com. Just go there and click on the Buy Now button so you can read the reviews. Over 1,200 five-star reviews, I might add. But this one caught my attention from Steve in Denver. I'm upset with Mark because he's got me hooked on Field of Greens. What a great product. Thank you, BrickHouse, for your amazing product and great customer service. I'm a monthly subscriber, and I won't live without it. And you're welcome, Steve. And subscribing is smart. You save money that way. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables and helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Plus, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN. Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN, promo code LEVIN. The Mark Levin Show, live and national at 877-381-3811. So the outrage of the hour is Donald Trump should be impeached. He's unfit to be president because he invited a black guy named Kanye West to come in the White House and he dropped the F-bomb in the Oval Office. And commentators are grandstanding on TV going, can you imagine? Can you imagine? This happening in the White House. The answer is yes, I can. There was a guy who was the vice president of the United States of America whose name was Joe Biden. And Joe Biden looked at the president of the United States of America on national TV, prime time to the country, after they announced Obamacare, was the law of the land, and he looked at the president and he said, this is a big blank beep deal. This is a big effing deal. So spare me the fake outrage. And, and if that's not enough, you know, Valerie Jared earlier today, she tweeted out about this, and I call it fake outrage. And she tweeted out about it, saying that she just cannot believe. Imagine if Barack Obama invited someone in the Oval Office who said MF. I would say back, imagine if, the, if, if a president invited a... I don't know. We want to, let's, let's call it an intern into the Oval Office for oral sex. Imagine if a president invited an intern in the Oval Office for oral sex. Would you be outraged over that? I mean, where's that outrage? Just out of curiosity. Just just curious. This is the this is the the again, the insanity of the left. 
You freak out. Imagine, and this is, I'm quoting Valerie Jarrett. Imagine if Barack Obama invited someone to the Oval Office who said MF. He had his own vice president drop the F-bomb. He had his own vice president drop the F-bomb. And and you weren't freaking out. Your old bosses, the Clintons, Valerie, invited an intern into the Oval Office for oral sex. Where where's the outrage? I mean, where's the outrage there? Just just out of curiosity. One eight seven seven three eight one thirty eight eleven. Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin, the great one tonight. Let's get to your phone calls in here. Uh, we will go to. Let me go to Lee. Thanks for waiting. You are on the Mark Levin show. Hi, Lee. Oh, hi, uh, Ben. Right? Um, yes. I, I uh, first time I've heard you. I've listened to Mark all the time, but um, I'm glad to talk to you. Um, I, yeah, what I called about was about the mob, the the CNN, the same the same ones that were outraged about Kanye were complaining, you know, like one let, can't they can't let anybody call the Antifa and everybody and the and the clowns at the Senate or I mean the uh, Supreme Court pounding on the doors. That's not a mob. Well. I'm 67 years old. I'm a Vietnam vet. You know, when I was younger, I wouldn't have called two or three people a mob either. But at 67, uh, if I'm outnumbered, if I'm just walking to my mailbox to check my mail, or if I'm going to the grocery store, or if I'm going to the post office, if somebody stops me and confronts me and I'm outnumbered and they're younger than me and yelling and screaming, that's a mob. Sure. You know, in my opinion. And and I think that's what middle America thinks. That's what everybody thinks. You know, I'm an average guy. I'm not, you know, crazy or anything. Luckily, I have a concealed weapons permit and I'm I'm armed. Well, you, but, you look at you, you look know. at the interview and the conversation that came from from Senator Paul and his wife saying that she sleeps uh, by the yeah, bed with a gun. gun. Yeah, uh, that's too, not yeah. that's the real world of being a outspoken conservative in America today. Uh, I, I have to protect myself with a gun. I've been targeted. I've had to use my gun to protect myself. Uh, I've had a, a significant number of legitimate death threats. I've had people that have come after me and my family. Um, th- that is the intolerant left. They will come after you with everything they have. Uh, and, and, and there are no rules anymore. And, and, and Brett Kavanaugh is proof of that. When I say there's no rules anymore, what oh, they yeah. did to Brett Kavanaugh, what they tried to do to Brett Kavanaugh by it saying was, uh, every day, every day it was something else. Well, he's, you know, he, he, he didn't rape me, but, but he planned rapes. Well, then he was, he was involved in gang rapes, but he didn't gang rape me, but he was planning the parties to gang rape me. Well, then I think he was a gang rapist and he drank in college and then he drank in college and I think he gang raped people in college. Uh, he sexually assaulted me. Well, he didn't sexually assault me, but he might have been in the room when others sexually assaulted me. That's what's scary. If they could do that to somebody like Brett Kavanaugh, he was a perfect gentleman. I mean, he's, the, he's probably the best American, cleanest cut person ever. I'll bet in his high school or college and everything. I, I don't think he do was a saint. Him. I think he was probably a a jock who was the captain of teams who drank and partied with his friends. And that doesn't mean that you're a rapist. Yeah, 
You know, and, and, and today it was interesting because on The View today, they were having a conversation about this. And you want to talk about mob mentality. Uh, and, and, and I, Lee, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, but they were talking about this mob mentality. Abby Huntsman. Uh, was defending Melania's Me Too comments and call for evidence. And the, and the view show exploded around her. Melania Trump talked about the Me Too movement, and she said, you know, in this exclusive interview with ABC News, that she stood with women and the Me Too movement, but added, quote, that we need to have really hard evidence, that if you're accused of th- something, show the evidence. You cannot just say to somebody, you know, I was sexually assaulted or you did that to me because sometimes she said the media goes too far and the way they portray some stories, it's not correct. It's not right. And I agree with Melania. Well, you know, the view, of course, took on Trump's comments and and, and Sonny Huston took a swipe at Trump, claiming that the first lady is telling women everywhere your word is not enough. Um, That's that's not true. I, I, I mean, it's. I can support the Me Too movement while also saying that we need to make sure that the Me Too movement is held to a level of accountability that our court system says is a, is adequate and correct, that you must have evidence. You can't just destroy someone's life. You don't believe me? Look at the kid whose parents are now suing uh, five high school students who uh, falsely accused their son of sexually assaulting them. Destroyed his life, destroyed his friendships, destroyed his entire life. They Everybody's walking around saying, and then they finally recanted their stories. And they're suing as they should. There are people. You had, There was a star football player recently. There was a, a, a film, I think it was on HBO, done about him. He went, went to prison, missed out on the best years of his career. Because he was falsely accused of raping a girl, and it came out that finally that he didn't rape her. We should believe in the presumption of innocence over guilt, but the mob guilt, but the mob mentality of the left is: if you are a woman, you must be believed no matter what, and the man is guilty automatically until he proves his innocence. If that's not a mob mentality, I don't know what is. You can go out there and and accuse somebody of doing... uh, I mean, Abby Huntsman said today, evidence should always matter. Evidence should always matter. I had no problem listening to Mrs. Ford. I had a problem with her story when it didn't add up. Take emotion out of it. The reason why I didn't believe Mrs. Ford is because she got to handpick the people that were in the house, in the room. And people said the president was mocking Mrs. Ford at that campaign rally when, you know, she said, you know, Brett Kavanaugh, you know, tried to murder me and rape me. Remember that? What year did it happen? I don't know. Where did it happen? I don't know. How'd you get there? I can't remember. How'd you leave? I don't know. Did you tell anybody? No. Melania Trump said exactly what every, and this is where I believe the midterms are going to backfire on the Democrats. I do, I really do believe this. There are too many mothers out there that have sons, that have husbands, that have nephews, that have dads, 
And they saw what they did to Brett Kavanaugh based on a political assault and nothing else. And the assault is still going. The assault is still going. Democrats are saying, elect us to one of the houses, put us in charge of the House or the Senate, and we will impeach Brett Kavanaugh. Not based on facts, based on emotions and a mob mentality. Based on the fact they got nothing else to run on, so let's turn every Republican into a racist, sexist, sexual assault individual. Turn them into a gang rapist. That's what you got to do. Turn them into that. Turn them into that. One eight seven seven three eight one thirty eight eleven. One eight seven seven three eight one thirty eight eleven. Let me go to Steve. Thanks for waiting. You're on the Mark Levin show. Ben Ferguson filling in tonight. Go ahead. Hey, Ben, thanks for taking my call. You're sure. doing a great job. You're the Steely Ad Missile Man of the Day. Thank you. <laughs> um, hey, it, you know, it just kills me. Um, uh, you know, when they, they, well, what they said to Kanye was basically what that gentleman said was, you know, he doesn't understand his history. He's, he's unlearned or whatever his exact comment was. I don't recall. Oh, I'll play. I'll happily play it for you because it's this is what happens when a black person gets off the Democratic plantation. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Uh, there you go. Okay, well here's some don't read for him. You know the demo, the demon crap party, as I call them, is the party of slavery. They uh, John Wilkes Booth was a Democrat and took out Lincoln, who they take as their number one hero. Uh, they were the party of the KKK and uh, Jim Crow, segregation. Okay, those are things we're all supposed to know. But I learned just recently that the Democrat Party, not one party member voted for the passage of the 13th, 14th, or 15th Amendments that ended slavery. So what does that tell you? Basically, they're not the party of freedom. And that's been the problem for a long, long time. And it's time Americans just grab their bootstraps and we do something about it because it's never going to end with these people. They're the plantation owners. And if somebody like Kanye leaves the plantation, then all hell breaks loose. Pardon my, my uh, French. But, uh, you know, they're the anti-freedom party. Uh, well, you look at you look at, you know, socialist Alexander Cortez, who's the face of the Democratic Party. She said the Electoral College is an institution that has its roots in slavery. So therefore, it should be abolished. Well, the Democratic Party has its roots in slavery. And it's shouldn't still the we, party of slavery. Right. And so shouldn't we eliminate that institution as well, using well, her logic? The Nazi Party still exists, okay, after World War II. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> why yeah. wasn't the Democrat Party abolished? You know why? Because Lincoln was assassinated. Had Lincoln not been assassinated, I'm saying things that I'm sure a million Americans are just, you know, thinking of themselves right now what if had he lived what what if the democrats what if the confederacy would have won the war where would we be now i don't think it's a country we'd want to live in well the democrats are telling you right now that the country you're living in is an evil country controlled by evil white rapists so you need to vote you need you need to vote them in a narrative yeah well the narrative is again can you run off the economy if you're a democrat no you can't run off the economy if, 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 if it's impossible. You can't run off black pe- scaring black people that they don't have jobs, and if you vote for them, they're going to have jobs. 
You can't tell them that their health care sucks because you gave them their health care that is sucking. So the only thing left to do is do character assassinations on Kanye West saying he's mentally deranged, the president's taking advantage of him, and this is what happened when a Negro can't read or doesn't read. This, th- this, this is the new Democratic Party. The party of just pure disdain and anger and frustration and, and at all cost character assassinations on anybody that gets in their way. Delegitimize any person that's giving you a hard time. Delegitimize them. Turn them into someone that the other, that people can fear. And the only way to do that is to, is have a mob-like mentality. 1877. 381-3811. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Welcome back. It is the Ben Ferguson, our Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin. So nice to be uh, sitting in for the great one tonight. If you just join us, we are chatting right now about the double standard that has taken place by the left during this election, the mob mentality. I got another example for you. You ready for this? So Maxine Waters and other Democrats have said that building a wall is racist. Donald Trump's a racist for wanting to keep brown-skinned people out of this country. Over and over again, conservatives have said it's not about race. But, of course, if you can't win on logical arguments, you got to turn somebody into a racist. Turn them into an evil person. Turn them into a gang rapist. All of those things. You want to know why I want a wall? I'll tell you why. Seven hours ago, this story broke. Three child molesters, one with a history in Texas, were arrested trying to cross the border into Texas. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas tweeted this out. Border agents in Texas arrested three sex offenders in two days, one of whom had been jailed In Dallas, all three men have been previously convicted of offenses involving a minor, according to officials of the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. You got three child molesters who crossed the border into America. You want to know why I want the damn wall? That's why I want the damn wall. I don't want child molesters coming to this country molesting children. Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin. We'll be right back. From the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hour three, nice to have you with us tonight. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one tonight, Mark Levin. And it's been one heck of a day. Democrats say that Kanye West is mentally ill and now the president is taking advantage of him this after we had mental 
Health Day yesterday in this country. Uh, World Mental Health Day was yesterday, October the 10th. The same day the Democrats are coming out saying that Kanye West is incompetent, uh, saying that Kanye West, this is what happens when, well, I'll, I'll, I'll let Macari Sellers, Democrat, African-American, his own words. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. There you go. Kanye West got off the plantation of the Democratic Party. And they got to bring him down as fast as they can. Well, the president's taking advantage of this man that clearly needs to be in a mental health institution. who's already been in the hospital once, they say. That's not all. That is not all. There's more to this. Today, Kanye West went to the White House. And, Mr. Producer, can we play that audio of him saying the MF word inside the Oval Office? And then I'll tell you about the outrage over this. Listen Let's to stop this. worrying about the future. All we really have is today. We just have today. Over and over and over again, the eternal return, the hero's journey. And Trump is on his hero's journey right now. And he might not have expected to have a crazy mother like Kanye West run up and uh, support. Now. Valerie Jared, you know, you know who Valerie is, right? Valerie Jared is that person that, you, you know, she's the one that worked for the Clintons, worked for the Obamas, kind of a big deal. She tweeted out, imagine Barack Obama invited someone in the Oval Office who said MF. I tweeted back, imagine if a president invited an intern into the Oval Office for all sex. Insert Bill Clinton's name here. Waiting on outrage for you for decades, from you for decades on that one. And if that's not enough, you know, imagine if Barack Obama, if Obama invited someone in the Oval Office who said MF. Valerie Jared tweets out, hey, Valerie Jared, remember Obamacare? Remember what Joe Biden said? Mr. Producer, do we have that audio still of Joe Biden dropping the F-bomb at the signing ceremony on national TV for Obamacare? That's right. It's a big effing deal now the democrats are saying that the republicans are racist because they're wanting to fund the border wall there's new legislation this week that came out about fully funding the border wall and they're saying well that's racist all right texas governor tweeted this out happened earlier today story three child molesters one with a dallas history arrested trying to cross the border into Texas. You want to know why I want a border wall? It's not racism. It's for national security. It's for making sure that kids aren't getting raped. Oh, Ben, you can't say that. You just said that all, all Mexicans are, all, all people from Mexico are rapists. That's not what I said. Border agents in Texas arrested not one, not two, but three sex offenders in two days, one of whom had been jailed in Dallas. All three men have been previously convicted of offenses involving a minor. That according to officials of the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. Their names were not released. In the most recent arrest, agents at the Sarita checkpoint between Brownsville and Corpus Christi, Texas, took a Salvadorian man, so you can't say it's all about the Mexicans, right? 
Because that's the narrative I just blew out of the water for the Democrats. Now they got to now they're going to have to rechange their narrative. That, oh well, Ben Ferguson hates Salvadorians and he's racist. Took a Salvadorian man into custody Wednesday as he tried to skirt the border checkpoint through thick brush. They ran a record check and discovered that he had been arrested by Dallas police on aggravated sexual assault of a minor. Then on Tuesday. McAllen, Texas agents arrested a Mexican man. Well, that'll fit their narrative that we're saying that all Mexicans are rapists, which is not what we're saying at all. But, you know, hey, it fits their narrative of their mob-like mentality. Tuesday, McAllen agents arrested a Mexican man attempting to illegally enter the country near Mission, Texas. While the man was being processed, record checks showed that he had been previously arrested in McAllen for indecency with a child, resulting in a three-year prison sentence. Fast forward to later that afternoon. Agents near Brownsville, Texas, arrested a Mexican man previously arrested in South Carolina for criminal sexual conduct with a minor, resulting in a 12-year prison sentence. You want to know why I want the wall? It's because I want to keep people like this out of our country. I have no problem with people coming into this country legally. For all the Democrats that are outraged that Kanye West dropped the MF word in the Oval Office today, like Valerie Jarrett, who were not outraged about the President of the United States of America bringing an intern in the Oval Office to get oral sex, and who were not outraged by Joe Biden saying it's a big effing deal when signing Obamacare in front of the nation, you're a hypocrite. For all the Democrats that say that we, you know, it's it's racist to have a wall. No, it's about national security. It's about protecting children. I have no problem with you coming to this country legally. I've said this before. Many of you may not know me, my 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 story. Uh, the majority of my roommates in college were actually foreigners. I played tennis in college. Uh, there was one year I was the only American on the tennis team. One of my literally multiple people in my w- wedding party were foreigners. One of my best friends is a foreigner. I have no problem with foreigners coming into this country legally. And all of them did it legally. All of them did it the right way. All of them did it with the right visas. All of them did it the right way. That's what I'm in favor of. I am in favor of that. You want to come to this country the, 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 the correct way, I am happy with that. I love that idea. I'm not in favor of you coming into this country on a, a, illegally. I'm not okay with you coming to this country and assaulting people. I'm not okay with you coming to this country. And hell, Democrats now want to give illegal immigrants voting rights. And the majority of the people in the House are in favor of this that are Democrats. They want illegal immigrants to be able to vote. I want you to think about that. They have, uh, literally we're talking illegal immigrants. That they want to have the same rights as Americans to vote, and they're illegal immigrants. one 381 
We'll get your phone calls in here and see what you think about all this. I, I, I am I am so tired of the left telling you know it, up is down and down you know down is up and uh, you you know you, we don't like you so you're a racist we don't like you so you're a bigot we don't like you so we're going to tell people you're gang rapists we don't like you so we're going to shame you we don't like what you're saying as a black man in America you now have a mental health issue and you should be in a hospital Kanye West Kanye West shouldn't have an opinion. And the reason why Kanye West shouldn't have an opinion is because Kanye West has an opinion that disagrees with the Democratic plantation. And so this is what happens when Negroes don't read. Those are their words, the Democratic Party, and they're cheered for this. Anybody say Kanye West had any mental health issues when he was saying George Bush hates black people? Nope, they cheered him on when he said that after Hurricane Katrina. He didn't have any mental health issues then. He he had no problems reading then. He was a brilliant black man because he was saying what they wanted him to say on their Democratic plantation. We are less than a month away from the midterm elections. I want you to think about that. We are a month away. Don't tell me that we're not fighting for the soul of this country and the future of this country. Don't tell me you're too busy to go vote. Don't tell me that, it, that, that your vote doesn't matter when this is what we are up against. Don't tell me that. Valerie, you're on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson with you tonight. Hi, Valerie. Go ahead. Valerie, are you there? I'm going to be going back a little bit here and comment about Cory Booker making this comment about Brett Kavanaugh that his comment was that I read about or heard about was it doesn't matter if you're innocent or guilty. You need to just get out um, because of this cloud over you. For the for the betterment of the country, right? For the betterment of the country at this point, regardless of your innocent or guilty, referring to Brett Kavanaugh, what you need to do is you need to step aside because you're too divisive now. No, you're not too divisive. The Democratic Party is too divisive, so they would try to destroy your life to the point where then it looked like, well, you just need to go away. But I have a follow-up to that. So, And this is a 36-year-old thing, high school thing. So now I, I, I thought to myself when I heard that, um, recently, within the last couple of years, we hear about this $20 million slush fund that paid off all these sexual harassment claims in Congress. So this isn't 36 years old. This is all current stuff. And uh, I, I know that some of these people in Congress have said, well, we just paid them off so it was cheaper than litigating or whatever, uh, and I'm innocent. So it's the same thing. Everyone in this $20 million payola thing that we had going on in the slush fund, everyone who's been named, guilty or not, if you're going to take Cory Booker's position, they all have to go. Republican or Democrat. It's yeah. in the last But remember, these we, Cory Booker's the same guy, and these Democrats, same people, they're doing everything they can to make sure that all of those payments that went on, on behalf of Democrats are not seen and no one knows about it. No one knows who they went to. No one knows who was accused. No one knows who was paid out. Because, again, this is the fake outrage mob mentality of the left. 
but but it could be part of the right too. It could be. Oh, I'm I agree sure with you. I, I, every Republican that has a soul should be advocating, and every Democrat that has a soul should be advocating for find out who made the settlements. Exactly. And remember, these settlements were with taxpayers' dollars, so I should have a right to know. Absolutely. And Great I- point, Valerie. And I, I got to take a quick break. It's Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. It is the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one. He will be back with you next week. And I just want to say, as always, it's a, it's a real honor to be here. Thank you uh, for the invite, uh, Mark. And uh, we try to keep hold down the fort while Mark's out for a few days. Uh, somebody asked me a minute ago, they said, Ben, I, I think you're overgeneralizing about uh, mob mentality of the left. Trying to destroy people's lives. Okay. Let me give you another example. Matthew Collins, a student from Harnett Central High School in North Carolina, was actually kicked out of a school football game for wearing a USA torch-holding shirt. Now, the torch was the, the, the Statue of Liberty torch on the front with the words USA on the front in red, white, and blue. And one sleeve was the red and white stripes of the flag. The other sleeve was the blue and the stars of the flag. On the back, it had his name like a jersey would have that says Trump. 45 was the number for him being the 45th president. Now, the reason why he was wearing this shirt to the football game, the high school football game, is because he was participating in the USA America Night. Well, the principal saw the back of his shirt and kicked him out because the shirt, quote, offended someone. Yeah, but definitely not a mob mentality. You got a high school kid that wears a shirt that says Trump 45 on the back. Looks like a jersey with the USA on the front and the and the torch being held of the Statue of Liberty. And the principal kicks him out of the game. In the stands, comes and finds him in the stands because someone was offended. And you don't want me to believe that there's a mob mentality against conservatives by the left in this country? Come on. This is what they do to silence high school kids. You know, Kanye West today said in the Oval Office, illegal guns are not, are the problem. Say it again. Illegal guns are the problem, not legal guns. We have the right to bear arms. And what does the left say? They say the president is taking advantage of a black man, a token black man, who clearly has mental health issues. Shaming Kanye West because he doesn't say what they believe he should be saying as a black man. They call him a token Negro. They say he's an attention whore. They say he should be in a mental hospital. And they say about Kanye that this is what happens when a black man, well, not a black man, this is how they put it. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Bakari Sellers, who I debate all the time on TV, I consider him a friend. I disagree with him on this one. 
this is what happens. I mean, saying the guy's now uneducated. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Yeah, it's it's definitely not a mob mentality. It's definitely not a find somebody, destroy somebody, character assassinate them. I mean, it was world. Men- I mean, I, I said this earlier. I'll say it again. Yesterday, October the tenth is World Mental Health Day. So you shame a guy that you claim has mental health issues. How's that work out in, in, for him? You don't care about his mental health. You just want to act like he's crazy so you can attack him and say he's crazy. Because he got off the Democratic plantation and started saying things that you don't like. But when he said, George Bush hates black people, oh, he was a brilliant artist then. Yeah, buddy. Brilliant artist. Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin. We'll be right back. Making sure the land of the free and the home of the brave stays that way. Dial Mark Levin now at 877-381-3811. Welcome back. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, tonight. We got some breaking news. Turkish officials are now claiming they've told U.S. officials that they have audio and video recordings they claim prove that the Washington Post columnist uh, was killed inside the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. Uh, this is obviously a big story because he went he, he went into the consulate. Apparently, they lured him in with some sort of papers, divorce papers, and he never came back out. Uh, this is going to cause huge problems for our relations with Saudi Arabia, and in a good way, I mean that. In a good way. In a good way. It should uh, come out. that I mean, if, if this is what they did, killing someone, trying to silence them, I don't care what type of ally they are. I, I'm in favor of a mob-like mentality towards Saudi Arabia if this is what they did to this journalist. Don't worry, though, we're going to be more outraged over Kanye West wearing a MAGA hat, talking to Trump. He says wearing a MAGA hat is bravery. They tried to scare me to not wear this hat. But there's no mob mentality of the left. No, no. It's true. Have you ever tried to wear a MAGA hat? Last week, Trump was at a rally, South Haven, Mississippi. There's a McDonald's right by the Lander Center. It's my hometown. Had multiple people call me after the rally and tell me that they weren't served when they went in to order something to drink. They've been there, you know, all day sitting in the sun, waiting to get in to see the, see the president speak. And they wouldn't serve you if you had a Make America Great Again hat on. You ever worn a Make America Great Again hat? Just out there on the streets, the looks you get, the refused service, the people yelling at you, calling you racist. Wear, wear a Make America Great hat and walk around a normal city with a lot of people for a day, and you tell me how it works out for you. Look at how the left, the, the, the quote, tolerant left, which is completely intolerant to anyone that disagrees with them, including Kanye West, 
who they now say needs to be in a mental hospital. And Kanye West is what happens, kids. Write this down. This is what Democrats, black Democrats, will say about you if you become a Republican. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. There it is. So be careful, kids. Don't become a Republican or conservative, because if you do, they're going to accuse you of not reading. I love how people are so terrified of a black man hugging a white man in the Oval Office. You got a black man in the Oval Office hugging a white man in the Oval Office, and they cannot handle it. MSNBC called it an assault on our White House. Listen to how MSNBC went off on Kanye West for what they referred to as a bonkers rant. This is how they described it, a bonkers rant. Rant. A bonkers, uh, a bonkers rant and said it was an embarrassment to the White House. This is their this is their actual news coverage. Wow. Okay, I'm doing this for everybody who's watching us who turned their volume down. You can put it back up again. That but was if you think you're bonkers. going to get uh, uh, a thoughtful play-by-play and political analysis, you're not, because that was an assault on our White House. We're not. We're not. Uh, how is how is Kanye West, a black guy hugging a white guy, talking about things that matter in America? How is that an assault on our White House? To MSNBC, just just out of curiosity. Uh, uh, a thoughtful play-by-play and political analysis, you're not. Because that was an assault on our White House. It was an assault on our White House. Definitely not a mob mentality, though, by the left. No. That was, you're not going to get thoughtful analysis from us. Uh, uh, a thoughtful play-by-play and political analysis, you're not. Because that was an assault on our White House. We're not. It was an assault on our White House, I tell you. Oh, it gets better. Listen, more MSNBC. Not just Kanye West is not just an assault on our White House. No, when when Bill Clinton was getting oral sex from an intern in the Oval Office, that was not an assault on our White House. Uh Uh-uh. We're not. uh, uh, You can't analyze some of that stuff that was said. Um, As we warned you at the top, uh, there was a little bit of profanity. We there was actually more than you heard. We we were able to bleep some of it out, Uh, but there was uh, some of it did make it in there. Um, That was crazy. That's that was crazy. bonkers. I mean, the things that, that uh, Kanye said. Uh, Can I go with my favorite? Yeah. How he talked about he had a lack of male role models uh, right. in his life growing up. Not the a lot reason, of male energy in his the house. The reason he, he was drawn to MAGA was because of the male power. When, when he put that cap on, he felt like a guy who could play catch with his... his, his because uh, he didn't have that opportunity, which was stunning. You know, when he also said, you know, a lot of African-Americans out there, they don't like the again. They don't like make America great again. And the reason being, if you are anything but a white male, historically, life wasn't better for you than it is in the current moment. It's stunning, Ali, that that just take, took place. And even that the president would say, this was just supposed to be a lunch. That's an outright lie. I spoke to the White House myself several days ago. And I had said to them, I'm like, guys, do you know how unpredictable Kanye is? And they said, guess what? So are we. This was absolutely a press I think that went down the way you would think, actually, a meeting between the president and Kanye West. Jim Brown was there, by the way. Kanye West said uh, blacks really like get caught up in the idea of racism over the idea of industry. His comment to uh, fight police brutality is to release the love. 
uh, and he said, said there should be in Chicago Yeezy Ideation Centers. That's going to Yeezy, uh, uh, which is uh, the namesake of his uh, Adidas sneakers. He said that the MAGA sentiment is what gave him the balls uh, to go for it and make so much money yep. with Adidas. I'm just stunned across the board. You? I thought we were going to have a. Uh, I thought they were going to have a conversation, which we would follow up on, um, in part on criminal justice reform, uh, sentencing, and prisons, which is, by the way, a bipartisan, really important idea. Uh, there was that was mostly nonsense. Uh, that was mostly nonsense because that man, a black man, was conservative. That was an assault on our White House. Immediately after Kanye West in the Oval Office, wow, that was bonkers. If you thought you were going to get a thoughtful play-by-play in political analysis, you're not. Well, we knew that. It's you guys at MSNBC. Quote, because that was an assault on our White House. You can't analyze some of that stuff. That was crazy. Thank you for that thoughtful analysis, which you promised us you were not going to give us. Shauna, you are on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in. Hello. Hey, Ben. How's it going? Doing well. How are you? Doing good. I just wanted to say that um, as a as a black woman, a young black woman, I am so incredibly proud of Kanye West. He's speaking for the people like myself who are the the super silent majority, right? I mean, there's like the eight percent of us or something crazy and and i think that there's more out there and i think that we're winning we are actually winning that's why the left is going berserk that's why the the mainstream media is going bonkers as they called him because they know that if we get just a few percentage points more of the black vote it's over for them it doesn't matter they can say whatever they want to say they can keep pushing that that racist talking point that the Republicans are racist, but people like myself are waking up. And I'll tell you something, Ben, I'm 33 years old. I was born and raised a lifelong Democrat. I was a liberal. I was an idiot. Okay. I ate up all of that crap that they fed me my whole life, which was that, you know, I couldn't get ahead, that I would never be treated equally. I've never felt more love than when I went to South Haven, Mississippi, and I went to a Trump rally, and I wore that "Make America Great Again" hat, and I totally. totally Your Uncle Tom, now you you need to go to a mental hospital. You need to go to a mental hospital right away. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what? A mental hospital is better than the Democrat plantation. And you know what? They look how quickly they turn on you when you don't agree with what they say. And the sad thing about it is, is that Bakari Sellers. What's really sad is he's the slave. He's the person that they put up there to lie to all of us for their vote. Oh, I you disagree know? with that. It, it, I, I think I think he is a leader in the Democratic Party because he's able to marginalize and tell black people that they can't you, you can't disagree with the Democratic Party or you are going to be an Uncle Tom and you're not going to be accepted in your communities. You're not going to be accepted in your church. You're not going to be accepted in your neighborhoods. But, Ben, I'm talking to more and more black people. I'm getting out there and I'm saying things and I'm talking to people and people are starting to wake up. It's little by little and you kind of have to probe them and ask them questions and things like that. But people are starting to say Trump's not that bad. He's not the racist that people keep lying and saying that he is. You, you, you know, ought to, you ought to look at, you, you ought to look at it. The, the, just my scrolling down my Twitter feed right now, of uh, people that are listening to this show tonight who are telling me that they actually believe that Kanye West's, should be in a mental hospital. 
I mean, mental health shaming someone the day after World Mental Health Day, when Democrats tell me they care about mental health and they should never shame anybody, to shame someone and use mental health to shame a person, they have no souls. They they have have no no soul. And you know what? And, And it's okay if they do it. It's okay if they do it. But if we slip up and we say one thing, then they're going to crucify us 24-7. on. And it's sad. It's sad because, uh, you know, they run the media. They really do. We have a few people like yourself and, the, and Mark Levin that, you know, are, are telling the truth. But for the most part, you know, they're, they're bought and paid and they're on there and they're brainwashing people 24 hours a day. And the fact of the matter is, is look at the black community. All you have to do is open your eyes and see I live in Memphis, Tennessee, run by Democrats, and it's a mess. And you can yeah. go to every single Democrat city. Black people have got to wake up. They've got yeah. to wake up and see well, there's if you, no it, reason it, for us to continue to vote for one party. It makes no sense on planet Earth when that party has done nothing for your school system. It's done nothing for the prison system. It's done nothing for fathers, the lack of fathers in the home, this welfare state. And, and people are going to eventually wake up and they're going to look around and say that this party has never done anything for me. And when I did that, I'm going to tell you something, Ben. It changed my entire life the moment I was red till. God I bless am. you. Shauna, I thank you. Great to talk to you. You know, you talk about unhinged. Um, I got an article that was sent to me earlier. It says, you and your dog can now pee all over Donald Trump, thanks to statues. They're set up in Brooklyn. Uh, it's uh, these busts of Donald Trump with fake grass, and it says, pee on me. If that's not unhinged, if that's not a mob-like mentality, when you actually spend money to buy a little bus of Donald Trump, put him on fake grass on the streets in Brooklyn so that you can have your dog pee on Donald Trump, I don't know what is unhinged. I really don't. It's just, it's, this is the new normal. Kathy, you are on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson with you tonight. Go ahead. Hi, how are you? Doing well. Um, I just... I just wanted to say about um, Kanye West, does it really matter if he's a black man going to the White House? I, you know, he's a, he's a artist. He has a voice. He's trying to help. I don't see anybody trying to help out of the artists, the actresses, the actors. Nobody wants to help. They're disrespectful. He's trying to help out. Is, there, is that such a problem? And then the news people tell, saying that, oh, well, he didn't talk about this. If he would have talked about that, he would have gotten in trouble for it somehow. Well, you, you look at Donna Brazil, you know, Donna Brazil, and I, I know Donna. We've, we've debated on TV for years. She came out tonight and said Kanye West has set by us back, I'm assuming she's referring to black people, 155 years. This is the former Democratic National Committee chairwoman tweeted that Kanye West has set us back 155 years in response to the praise Donald Trump gave him at the White House. Again, her exact words, hashtag Kanye West has set us back 155 years. Um, Wish Sojourner Truth could have met him outside the White House and Frederick Douglass inside the Oval Office. Barack Obama never would have become president with this crap. But let's meet Kanye on Election Day by voting for Democrats. Donald Trump the president of the United States, you're able to go and sit down and have a conversation with him. And that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to sit down, have a conversation, and change things for the better. He's not making anything worse. 
He's trying. I don't see anybody else trying. They're all disrespectful. And I tell you one thing, in five, six years, I want to see what the kids are going to be like because the kids are listening. The children are listening. You look at the story I told you about earlier. You got a kid that was at a high school game on American night, wears a jersey that has on the front uh, USA. It has one sleeve with the the, the bars and stripes and has the other one with the stars. And, And then on the back, it has Trump as the name and 45 as the number. It's a jersey. And the principal came and literally kicked him out of the stands because his shirt, quote, offended somebody. If that's not the indoctrination and the silencing of people with different viewpoints, I mean, every day there's another example I can give you. One eight seven seven three eight one thirty eight eleven. One eight seven seven three eight one thirty eight eleven. Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. You just can't make up. Trump hosts a cursing, uh, angry Kanye in Oval Office as America suffers with a hurricane. <laughs> Kanye West making every liberal freak out. I guess it's because they, they realize that they're losing control of their Democratic slaves. The African-Americans that they feel like they own as slaves. You have so many African Americans that are walking away from the Democratic Party and they don't know what to do. They don't know how to handle it. They don't understand what's going to happen here. So they say things to degrade. They say things like this. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Um, and, and we have this now, and now Donald Trump is going to use it and pervert it, and he's going to have somebody who can stand with him and take pictures. They love it. Demean the individual. Tell people they've got mental health issues. Tell people they're unstable. Tell people, and MSNBC host, dumbfounded after Kanye West visited the White House, saying, Quote, that was an assault on our White House. How is Kanye West giving his a perspective on life? An assault on our White House. The same people, I, 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 the, the, I mean, you want to talk about assaults. Let's talk about the assault on our intelligence on how many hours you've given to Michael Avenetti and a porn star. You want to talk about an assault. Assault on my intelligence. All right, I'm out of time. I want to say once again, thanks to Mark Levin and his team for letting me fill in. I hope you guys enjoyed it. You can follow me on Twitter, Ben Ferguson Show. Facebook, Ben Ferguson there as well. God bless America. Hopefully I'll see you back here real soon. And Mark Levin will be back with you next week. Have a great night.